Welcome to LM Mentory, What We Have Learned podcast with Mark Mahalchik and Danny Miller. The podcast where they share their insight on educational topics educators provide, spotlight educators knowledgeable on the topic, and share this knowledge with you, their listeners. At the end of it all, you will see what you have learned on the topic was LM Mentory from the start. Now, here are Mark and Danny. Hi, Dr. Waltz. Um, one of my favorite, the reason why I like Code Red is because I don't have to go to school. I remember watching for the exact time that the snowflakes would fall and then running to Twitter and refreshing and refreshing until I could hear Dr. Waltz sing a song and say at the end, Code Red. That was always a thrill for me. and. I'm not a big Twitter person, but I would always run to Twitter to hear the song, and that made it so special. Okay, everyone, buckle up. You are in for the next 20 minutes, a great uh, show we have for you today on this episode of the Elementary WWHL podcast. We have with us, Mark, the GOAT, Dr. Stephen Waltz, from, superintendent from our school district. Um, and we are just honored, Dr. Waltz, that you can join us. And, you know, you have done many things um, for our school district over your time here, uh, and many more than we know. So we won't try to to list off all your accomplishments. However, one of the, the larger things you'll probably be remembered for with your legacy is snow days, otherwise known as code red days. And uh, we are just so pleased you can join us. We would love to just informally share some stories from you and from us about code red. So welcome. Thank you so much. And as you can see, I have the goat with me today. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, I'll share this with you. So this was uh, presented to me by uh, teachers and students over at Unity Read back when it was still Stonewall Jackson. Huh. And they kind of coined that phrase calling me the goat. And uh, my, my teenage daughter had to explain to me what it meant. <laughs> I, I kept getting all these goat emojis on Twitter and I, I was like, why are they calling me the, why, you know, a goat? That's like, you, I grew up in Kansas, farmland, junkyard goat. They, they'll even eat a tin can. <laughs> and my daughter rolled her eyes and she said, dad, it means greatest of all times. So I, I grew to you like embraced it then. Yeah. Yeah. And I see that tied in a little bit to code red because I think that's made me, uh, what's made me great with some of the kids. That's for sure. I, I see the be kind in the background of that come from Sue Danielson. Uh, we, we had a conversation in one of our earlier episodes uh, about be kind and uh, it, little signs came up. Well, I think that might've been from her school. I know she gave them to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I see them in, in Zoom calls all the time. All about making connections. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us, tell, us, uh, tell us a Code Red story or how it got started, maybe. Um... Well, I think the thing that, uh, that really kind of made the Code Reds famous is 
somebody sent me this YouTube video and this was a, a, over two years ago. And it's when there were a lot of snowstorms up in the uh, northern Midwestern United States. And uh, so this YouTube video had a principal who was standing with a, a teacher or somebody else out in front of a school and they were essentially singing. They took a song and they changed the lyrics and they had been out of school for several days. And the song went something like, you know, we know you're tired of your kids being at home and we want you to know that we want them back, but it's not gonna be tomorrow. We're out again tomorrow. So they sang this song and I thought to myself, hmm, well, I like to sing and I can also play the piano. So I got the idea from that YouTube thing. And so I started announcing Code Reds uh, from my house by taking a song, changing the lyrics, making them kind of fun, and, uh, and then putting them on Twitter to announce Code Reds. And so, uh, you know, again, I have a teenage daughter, Delaney. She's graduating from Colgan High School this year. She's a senior. And uh, she and my wife, Kathleen, one day they said, Steve, come on, you are like these songs. Nobody knows half these songs. You need to pick a song that everybody will know, especially like the younger kids. And so I decided I would change the lyrics to the song Frozen. Let it snow, let it snow. Washington DC media, all the channels had it on there. And then it got down to Richmond and they were playing it on all the Richmond stations as well. So it was popular sort of, at my house, my, my that's daughter. That's sort of where it really took a jump off. Uh, and then, then I had to live up to that because people started waiting to hear a song. 
<laughs> and they knew if I started singing that at the end, I was probably going to announce a code red. Yeah, that, no, that, go ahead, Danny. Well, that, that reminds me, you know, I've had a few stories listed and uh, I, you know, I wonder, I just always wonder if you knew how much people really hung on that and you probably could based on, you know, how we're in viral and the turtle responses, but uh, a story, one of my favorite stories is just a couple of years ago, I think 2019, um, there was a code red on a, let's say Tuesday. And so uh, my family and another family went tubing in Massanutten and we were going to, uh, we had prepared to stay the night uh, if we needed to, if the next day was going to be a code red. So there we are, we got a few kids with us, our families, and we did our snow tubing and, and had some dinner and we were just at the, the counter, you know, basically kind of getting ready to punch the ticket on the the hotel room there and it came up as a delay for the next day so we, we had to drive back and be ready for the next day but that that's the story of like people just oh man we just loved living for that really those those kind of few weeks of the year well you never you never know what the weather's going to do and it can change in an instant as uh, as students know uh, from studying that in science and uh, uh, you know when when you get them they're usually very welcome by everybody uh, not all, not 100% maybe of the parents, but I certainly know the kids often like a break or uh, a lot of the older kids like high school kids will, uh, you know, direct message me that they thank you because I caught up on my chemistry or I got to stay up late. And uh, I know a lot of the kids, they like to do sleepovers with their friends, you know, next door and, and uh, close by, that sort of thing. I, I was always... I always enjoyed when the Twitter responses and the amount of creativity that kids had in, in their thankfulness, which ranged. There was a wide range of why they were thankful, but uh, you know, just going through the feeds. I and doing research for this, I went through the feed, and one of our students was there. His dad was a teacher at the time in the county, and he's just sitting on a chair, giving a thumbs up and thank you, Steve. And I saw his mom uh, dropping them off because he's a fifth grader now. This is a few years ago. And uh, just the, the, the amount of goodwill and feeling that came. I mean, I, the code red, I know it's a safety thing, but it's more, it was more than that. And the, how you uh, shared it and, and uh, the, res the response of creativity was always really impressive. I, I enjoyed that. I had lots of laughs. I, I totally agree. And, you know, uh, some of these kids would make videos and do song mixes and uh, produce those and then post them. And uh, yeah, that that was a lot of fun doing those things. I mean, I, I would have loved if I was in high school now and that oh my you or you, I definitely would have been uh, one of the, the kids, you know, posting to you that that was just uh, the way that you, you make connections with people. Uh, you know, when I first started, Dr. Kelly was here. And uh, one of the things I always remember about Dr. Kelly was how he visited the school and he just kind of walked through the hallway. And I remember my first year saying, excuse me, sir, you know, uh, who are you? And he turned around, he's like, I'm Ed Kelly. And when you started doing your visits and things like that, that, that really, uh, I knew we had, we were in good hands, you know, in terms of, I only had two years under Dr. Kelly, but it was, um, you just have a way about you that, that I'd really appreciate, and I, I've been very happy uh, during my tenure under you. you. You've just been really awesome. Not besides the code red days, which I do love, <laughs> but um, just how you handle yourself, and uh, you know anybody who can make my wife cry over a sensitive type thing, like she went to a, a thing with you, and 
you know, Mr. Dr. Waltz made me cry, Mark. You know, just how you relate to people emotionally, I think is really important, even on Code Red days, you know, it it matters. I I think it's so important that, you know, uh, we're going to have a new superintendent, Dr. McDade, and I've had the opportunity to talk to her several times and meet with her in person. I'm getting ready to, she's going to fly in for another one of those opportunities. And uh, she's asked me some really good questions and she's really interested in the school division and uh, really respects the things that all, all of us have uh, tried to accomplish. And she asked me, well, you know, what do you think is the greatest strength of the school system? And I said, well, first it's the kids. And second, it's the staff uh, because the staff is the backbone of the school division. And of course, uh, this being teacher appreciation week, we know what teachers have gone through. Oh my gosh, the the amount of change and, uh, you know, doing virtual teaching and concurrent teaching and all of this is, Uh, I taught for 12 years and uh, I tell you, we never had this much change in my lifetime. Uh, So, you know, those, those things are important to connect with people and, and uh, it takes a variety of ways to do that. And so, you know, Twitter and code reds and all of that was certainly uh, one of those ways. I have to tell you another funny story. So, you know, there's some co- there came some competition between the big school systems around here. I always wanted like, yeah. who was going to call it first, or were they going to call a code red, or were they going to make the kids go? And so the 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 big competitions were uh, obviously between Prince William, Fairfax, and Loudon. And because we have such unique topography, like we have Bull Run Mountain, so we've got you know. 250 or more families up on that mountain and the temperature can be just a few degrees colder up there and you have a sheet of ice or snow but people go everywhere and teach everywhere and the kids go to specialty programs so you still have to close the school well I got the reputation for usually closing pretty early and and often first And uh, one of the main reasons I did that is so families would have the opportunity to plan first and foremost. If you're a working parent, you need to make sure you got a plan for your kid. And then quite honestly, I also did it for the kids because if you know early enough that you're gonna have a code red, you can do fun things with your family and friends. Uh, You can stay up late, you can do overnight, you can sleep in and, uh, and, and it's a nice pressure valve relief. So uh, one day to my great, great surprise, uh, the Fairfax superintendent called a code red like in the afternoon. And I didn't have a song ready. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I, I was just completely caught off guard. And he was always giving me a hard time about my songs. And, you know, I, they wanna know why I'm not singing songs and everything. So I had to rush. I had, it became an emergency. I was close to Osborne Park High School and I decided that I would go in to a chorus class and use their grand piano. And I made the kids promise me they'd keep it top secret. And I recorded this song in there uh, with all the kids. And then, you know, the time went by. So I, I put out on Twitter that an announcement would be coming. 
And, you know, as you said, you see the number of people who are following you. So the number was just rising like 100, 200, 300, 400. And then some kid posted, what on earth is taking so long? Just make the call. <laughs> and so another kid posted, which got all kinds of reposting and retweeting, said he's already made the decision he's doing the song and that was exactly what was happening so oh my god that was a good story on that well you know as as much as the students were into it uh believe me from at least from personal experience us adults and staff members were doing the same thing with our friends just on the side hey is he gonna call it you know what who, what's your source what are they saying and blah 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 and so you know i think we had uh similar fun at, as the student did so let me uh, to that point, let me in with one other quick story. So this year, you know, I'm still going to schools and trying to visit every school that I didn't get to before March 13th COVID shutdown. So uh, in a school a few weeks ago, it was a middle school. The principal said, you got to meet this guy. You got to meet this teacher. He has a record of every weather decision you've made. And he's analyzed them by calendar dates. There even have lotteries sometimes among the teachers on whether or not you'll be calling a code red. He showed me all these graphs and charts he had put together. And he knew the most predictable time, the greatest number of snow days had been called on X day over the last 16 years. He had it down to the month, the week and the days. And uh, so you're absolutely right. That teacher was totally involved in, and uh, he got all the teachers in the school and his other teacher friends involved too. So it is something that everyone's interested in the weather. Oh, definitely, definitely. It's, that's hilarious. Uh, I, I don't know what I would have done. I, I definitely would have been part of the lottery though. For... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want, I want to share a funny story too, Dr. Waltz. Um, you know, I'm sure you're, next several weeks and probably beyond, you'll be reminiscing a lot about your time here. Um, but one funny story I hope is funny to you because I know you lived in New York for a while. Uh, my family's from the Adirondacks up, up at Lake George. And um, so, you know, canceling school is a lot different. Um, but <clears throat> one of my favorite memories of this, this time with the Code Red is those rain days or the, the, the covering on the ground, you know, Code Red days. So I would snap a picture to my family up oh, another code red for us you know another day off and they would just shake their head so yeah you know it's uh, interesting that, I had that... been, you know I'd been in New York for seven years and one of the senior superintendents when it started getting winter I was like boy you get a lot of lake effect snow up here in the Rochester area I was in Greece New York which is a suburb that's right on Lake Ontario and it looks like cotton falling out of the sky I mean that's what lake effect snow is and um I said, you know, I really need to figure out how to do these snow days. He said, well, we hardly ever have them. I said, well, what do you mean? He said, we have so much equipment here and the weather is like this for months. He said, our whole economy would shut down. So we hardly ever have any snow days. He said, what you do is you go to your front door. If you can see your mailbox, school's on. And he said, 99.9% .9 of the time school will be on. And I've been doing it for over 20 years. Jeez. It, it is an, a whole different world. An, it's an adjustment. I'm from Pennsylvania and we did not have very many snow days when I was in school or college. I went to Pitt and 
I could probably count on both my hands the number of times we had a, a real full day snow day, but it, it's such a different beast down here. And the different equipment. Culture. Yeah. And the equipment too, that they don't have the same type of equipment as uh, exactly. we had. But, you know, as we're tying things together here and, and you're, you're riding off into the sunset, um, what are you going to do? You're not, you're not going to have any more code reds to call. You know, what, what are you going to do with your time? <laughs> well, I tell you, part of what I plan to do is get some rest and relaxation. Um, you know, there's quite a bit of pressure, even though there's some fun. There's a lot of pressure uh, with everything from snow day calls to dealing with uh, things like this global pandemic, which has really been very, very concerning. And, you know, it's not only the safety of students, staff and the community, but trying to make sure the kids have a great education. So. Uh, I plan on uh, sleeping in, uh, which I like to do, stay up late, uh, just like a lot of the high school kids like to do. And uh, our daughter is graduating this year and she's going to be going to UVA next year. So um, we're going to make sure that she gets off to college and everything's settled in. And uh, then we'll just sort of see what uh, the next chapter brings. That's great. Thank you. Go ahead, Mark. You've been awesome to work for uh, and a great inspiration for this whole county. And I really appreciate everything that you've done for the staff and the students and the families. Uh, it's been awesome having you here. It's a little scary going into the next chapter, I'll admit, but uh, you left, left us in a very good uh, place. And I appreciate that. And I'm sure uh, our listeners do as well. Well, thank you so much, Mark and Danny. It was uh, great to be with you, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Those, you know, it's always enjoyable to tell the fun stories, and a lot of times people never hear those if if they're not asked. So, uh, so thank you for your time, and thank you for doing this uh, for your kids and families and staff members. That was so much fun. That takes me back some really good times over the last few years with Code Red. Thank you, Dr. Waltz, the GOAT, for that. What we have learned, uh, I will take away, you know, it is, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and it makes me think a connection of reminiscing about good times and good memories is um, healthy and good for your, your mental health. It feels good. Um, it feels good to smile and laugh and talk and, and share memories with other people. Also, second connection is, you know, for anyone, teacher and school administrator, when you think outside the box and do fun things, people will follow you and people will, will really embrace everything. And it's a great way to build relationships. What I have learned is be a risk taker. When you take risks and put yourself out of your comfort zone, you don't know what's going to happen, but it could be something great something that can go viral. So put yourself out there, take some chances. I also learned that relationships are built on everything you do, not just the things that are seen by the public. It's also done by thinking how your choices affect others, like how a code red can have a positive impact and carry a bigger meaning than just a day off. We all need to take mental health breaks and make sure that we're all there mentally so that we can relieve the stress that work or life in general brings to us 
on a daily basis. Hey, Dr. Waltz, uh, this is Diana Miller, and I just wanted to say thanks so much for all of your years in the county. And my favorite Code Red story would probably be, well, there's many, but the one that stands out is the time I was living in a townhouse street and several of our friends worked in the county and we put a fire pit in the street because it snowed so much it was legit code red and we just hung out outside with the fire pit in the middle of the day and going back and forth house to house hanging out and it was just a nice break in the school year and it's just been awesome you know having you you've done such a great job we're gonna miss you so much Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Twitter at LMMentory colon WWHL. Thanks again. And remember, it's LMMentory in the end. We'll see you next time.